Hello and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. We're not experts or an educational podcast, we're just a group of friends who like talking about sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and superhero movies. My name's Everett, and welcome to our Black Panther episode. Marvel Studios has officially released 18 movies, and uh, this one had a lot of hype, and we talk about whether the hype was necessary, uh, deserved, or if it, um, you know, it actually is the best one they've released. Uh, there are major spoilers for the movie, as well as Jaws 3. Shouldn't be any other spoilers, but I will say, uh, I said out of the first 12 movies, um, Matt's favorite MCU flick was The Winter Soldier, but that was before he had seen Ant-Man. Um, so Ant-Man ended up being his number one, actually. So in case there's any long-time listeners out there wanting to correct me on that, too bit too late, I corrected myself. Uh, I also wanted to correct us, or point this out uh we were talking about mcu the mc universe before 2008 and uh we completely ignored the first adventure so just wanted to catch that real quick too um so we've been gone for a couple weeks there is a we took a week off because there was a big uh kind of traumatic experience i went through and so i had to skip but we should be redoing um Recatching up on the episode we were gonna do, so we'll try to do that. Uh, um, also, uh, we have a Patreon now, so go to Patreon.com/slash/GeekCinema and go um, give us all your money. And also go to iTunes and iTunes, not iTunes, iTunes, and <laughs> leave us a review on there. Let's go join myself, Matt, and Preston, and you can enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Some interesting movies. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, the last two are just made for... Or the last one especially is made for, like, no money. The battle... Oh, the big battle. battle is shot in a tree that's probably, like, maybe five feet off the ground, but they try and make it look like it's, like, 200 feet in the giant, air or something. Tree, and, yeah. and they just reuse footage over and over mm-hmm. again during that fight. Yep. That was great. <laughs> I barely remember that one. Did you hear about Jessica Chastain? Is actually in talks now. Yeah. For it. Oh, yeah. dude, I saw it. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Yeah. I mean, she's worked with a director before, so it's. Oh yeah, I saw that. I don't know. Mama. What oh okay. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's they have history. Some weird acting or er, casting choices in Mama. What's his name from uh, Game of Thrones? Plays the. Oh. Uh, Nikolai. Oh fuck! What's his name? You know what I'm talking about? I do nope. know what you're talking about. He's, <laughs> never, <laughs> he's never seen Mama. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's not. It's <laughs> interesting. I liked it. I liked it. But I like The story's great. The story's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Some of the, they did some really cool practical effects, but they cover it up with CGI. Yeah, that's, that's, I that's, think that's, that's why some, me and my other friend were like, eh. Yeah. In regards it's, to the specific monster. Mm-hmm. But the like, story is Kind of like the thing. Pretty Con- cool. And Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yep. Don't remind me about that one. <laughs> so, you want to talk about what we've seen, or you you want to? Uh, yeah, what, you, Preston, you seen anything good? Oh, Preston's back from our Spider-Man Two episode. Just yeah, so joining me and Matt here. Made it a sequel. We have, we have made it a sequel. Glad um, to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, I don't know. I I haven't been to the theater too much. I'm still on this weird kick of. 
Although I will say I watched Blade Runner again because my girlfriend bought it for me for Valentine's Day. Oh, the that sequel. Was sweet. <laughs> yeah. Although I did watch the original as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still haven't watched uh I watched it since theaters. I listen to the soundtrack I need to grab every it. once in a while. It's a weird it's, soundtrack. It's one of the few movies that came out last year that are actually available in almost 4K. Yeah. Yeah, almost yeah. 4K. Uh, 3.5 or something like that. Yeah, 3.4. Because I, I try, I wanted to catch it I, again in the theaters, but I, I'll tell you I what I never got do. back to I'll it. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to one morning, like watch it before before lunch, <laughs> watch the original, yeah, and yeah. then go to lunch and then come back and watch, watch the sequels kind of back to back, but not back to back. Not truly back to back. They, yeah, just to see what else you can catch in like the little. Yeah, apparently has all the prequel like the filler not the filler it's oh, not yeah, filler. yeah the little but videos the, they has did. Le, has all of those in order like mm-hmm. you can click an option to where you can watch all of them in order apparently yeah. they shot short films yeah actually it's huh. really scott's son i guess d- directed one of them yeah hmm. or two he's the same it's exactly like what happened with the alien covenant oh okay yeah gotcha it's uh yeah one of them's about wallace and how he became interesting wallace and how mm-hmm. he cool. got that yeah it's it's pretty interesting that kind of, that kind of feels like Alien Covenant with the the David the, and the, or the James Franco being pulled. Oh yeah, the James Franco. <laughs> so it really with Wallace, I was such a big renowned actor being in it for all of like five minutes. So. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I'm excited to see it again. But uh, Matt, uh, what have you been watching? Well, I have a list of things. <laughs> Man, it's been so long. It has it's been, been a two while. weeks. So I watched Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And that was fantastic. Like, uh, you know, it's a story. It's obviously the story uh, of the creation. Better than the death of Superman lives. Ooh. Well, it's not a documentary. It's a biopic. Oh, oh really? really? I didn't, I didn't know this. See, I thought I, it was a bi- documentary this whole time. I thought it was too. I had only heard of it though. So. No, it's a biopic, and it's got Luke Evans as the main, the lead, Professor Morrison. Okay. It's it's really really good. Um, surprisingly, I expected <laughs> it to be terrible because. He had a lot of, I mean, he was in a polygamous relationship mm-hmm. and it's kind of, how do you, how do you sell that to audiences who are so not used to the cookie cutter mm-hmm. one and one thing and make it work and make them care. And it's, it's fascinating. Um, so watch that. And I watched, I watched a really terrible movie, Tight. really, really, really terrible movie called Jaws 3D with everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a blast. It was so much fun to watch, but dear Lord, was that terrible. Yeah, Jaws is one of my favorite movies of all time. Wow. But Rightfully the so. third one is my second favorite because it's so <laughs> ridiculous and terrible. You always have to have one of those. And Dennis know? Quaid is great. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't know Dennis Quaid was in it. Yeah. That's yeah, great. The, lead. Yeah. <laughs> you, the whole time bad. you're watching, there's multiple scenes where you can tell that's the 3D shot. Right <laughs> yeah. There, because there's this yeah. piece of plastic and foam floating at the screen. I mean, spoilers, <laughs> but like the end of the movie, the guy there's a guy who is eaten whole <laughs> and he's hanging in draws his mouth oh, and his hand happens no. to be extended enough to where somebody can grab a grenade out of it and it's just like <laughs> it looks so terrible so you gotta, you gotta be fucking kidding me so that's awesome finally watched happy death day and that that was perfect it could not have been better which one was that i know the name ground it was like groundhog day but it's a horror movie and it's really like it's very aware of what it is too yeah and it plays with you cool 
so cool um watched uh watched evil eye slash the girl who knew too much for my next episode on picture it that was oh how old is that one 1963 Hmm. before planet of the vampires would you recommend it to an everett type (laughs) i think so actually because it's more of a noir mystery okay cool Cool. yeah it's very it's not like who's the director mario bava Cool. Same cool, guy who did cool. Planet of the Vampires. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and go check out uh, your Planet of the Vampires episode of Picture It, yeah. the unique world of Italian horror. Uh, you can hear Kendall and I talk about the movie with Matt, and it was a, it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing. Uh, we watched Power Rangers, which was amazing too. Like the most recent one. Uh, yeah, it was so good. I haven't seen it yet. Ah, uh, like I loved the. I loved the first run. I was a kid. It hit it right oh, yeah. Yeah, at the perfect moment for me. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I was curious. It was like, how is this going to be? They, they're they kind of doing the same five, the original five. and Yeah, it. Uh, Kendall and I saw it the week after it came out in theaters. And I think I kind of described it's a obvious. It's obviously not a like a great movie it's a popcorn fun flick yeah and it was a, it was a, i had a good time and cool. i didn't i didn't grow up watching power rangers a whole lot but i think it, it's i very, would it's, like it it's aware of I what it up. is yeah too yeah. so they play off of that a little bit hmm. and it's there's a few times where it has just wretched teenage humor that i just i yeah, out loud yeah, yeah. booed at yeah yeah <laughs> We we talked a bit through it. There was, I think the only thing I didn't really like was the guy who they had playing Zach. He felt like he was, uh, I don't know. He just, yeah. I don't know. I can't act. That's fine. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. act, so I'm not gonna criticize somebody's acting. But it just some of what he did put me off. Yeah, he he was a little over over the edge. the the screams in the Zord from him at the end was like the mummy trailer with Tom Cruise level <laughs> screams <laughs> or like that thing that we watched on YouTube that was uh the what was it the most intense death metal scream ever it was <laughs> oh, like that yeah. <laughs> like it was like oh uh. um and then I watched one other film I watched it late last night like uh like two o'clock in the morning last night and that was brawl and cell block 99 Oh, Vince Vaughn, right? Vince Vaughn, and yeah. uh, it's done by the guy who did uh, Bone Tomahawk with uh, oh, Curtis Russell. And it's like a throwback prison exploitation film. Yeah, uh, It's very... It's got a lot of practical effects. It knows what it is. It's sometimes hard to watch, but it's... Bone Tomahawk has some moments like that, too. Yeah. It's, if you liked Bone Tomahawk, you will like Brawl and Subblock 99. I enjoyed it, but... Fuck! There were some moments that I was just like, I was just like having it. Like I like horror movies, but whenever it's really real, it's I know, just like man. I cannot. Ooh. Um, but it was fun, and Vince. It's probably the best thing Vince Vaughn's ever been in. Mm-hmm. Oh, tight. So that's all I got. I mean, that was my laundry list. Yeah. Well, besides Jaws three and Power Rangers, uh, last week I I I sat down to watch a movie that uh was on netflix it was called the whackness and i i looked up on rotten tomatoes it was like 60s or 70s i'm like okay and it has a it said comedy uh-huh and it stars or supposedly stars sir ben kingsley oh shit he's in it for like five minutes isn't he you gotta bait he, and no switch. he's in it a lot but he was not the lead even though his name was the highest build on the sure. netflix list 
So it turns out to be <laughs> a very heavy, it says dark comedy. I'm going to call it a drama with some light levity in it. Uh, it was a very dark, depressing movie about suicide, divorce, and uh, drug addiction. And I actually starred, I uh, can't remember the guy's name, but he was uh, uh, Josh Peck, I guess mm. is his name. Um, the kid from Drake and Josh? Yes. Wow. That's what he's from. Really? Josh Peck, yeah. Okay. I know Drake and Josh. Yeah, not a fun time. I'll really? say that much. Wow, I didn't even know that kid was acting. Uh, but but if you're wanting some drama, sure, go check it out. <laughs> ben Kingsley's still great in it. I forgot. I did. I have watched a movie. It's um. I didn't finish it because I ran. I I had to do something. But it was uh by Noah Baumbach who did While We're Young, mm-hmm. and it's uh the Majorowitz stories. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I watched with that Dustin Hoffman. I watched it because um I forgot. I think Nerdwriter did a thing about how about dialogue or something and i was like i've seen while we're young so i feel like i like this movie. apparently he's he i mean he writes for like wes anderson and stuff like that which oh, okay that makes sense you can kind of tell yeah at least by the time yeah but it was an interesting movie yeah, it was good it was good i, I was saying to matt and kindle here adam sandler Trent, why does adam sandler do all these terrible movies when yeah. he's such a and good he actor really is so good because yeah. I remember seeing Punch Drunk, Punch Drunk Love for the first time when I was yes. younger. And I was like, why is he not doing this more often? Yeah, or what's the one? Um, uh, is it Rain Over Me? No. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Right. Where he's like the guy with the mm-hmm. headphones. Yeah. That's, I mean, with that's, Don Cheadle. Yeah, yeah that, that movie's is killer. So good. Yeah. And I love his, I well, I don't love his terrible movies really, but I do have a soft spot They're, for Little Nicky. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's so, definitely, it's so terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Out of all his old <laughs> comedy stuff, I'd, uh, I don't know, The Wedding Planner is good and uh, Singer. Uh, what is? Yeah, it? sorry, Wedding Singer. No, wedding wedding Planner. Billy Madison yeah. was alright. I, I don't Dude, like Billy Madison. I, love, I can't. I love get Billy into Madison, I, but I think Happy uh, Gilmore. Is Happy Gilmore, yeah, probably yeah. one of the. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he. I mean, yeah. I don't know. He's always been. He, good. He's just gotta. Just needs to find his. Yeah. Rhythm. <laughs> gotta try try more of these dramas, dude. Yeah. Uh, another movie I watched was a futile and stupid gesture, which is a Netflix original just out recently, uh, about Doug Kinney, the creator of the National Lampoon. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Was this was really a... good. It was a lot more dark than i expected it mm-hmm. to be but it in a good way uh, i'm pretty sure that was a festival pickup by netflix i think so too because yeah. sure. i remember hearing about are. it last year mm-hmm. will forte is this lead mm-hmm. has a bunch of uh other comedic actors that play all these other comedic actors <laughs> from like the early snl days and whatnot uh really good uh, informational dramatic dude i need sweet. to i need to i'm gonna write that one down i feel like i'd like that one it was fantastic. Oh, Domino Gleason. He's in oh, it too. Yeah. He's great. Heck I like yeah. him. And the only other movie I watched. So, two years ago, we started a podcast here. Yeah. A little over two years, just two years in a week or so. Because uh, I wanted to start one for a while. And so I joined up with uh, Kendall, Seth, and our friend Ian to talk about Deadpool. Because it had just come out, mm-hmm. and I finally rewatched it after two years <laughs> of seeing it in the theaters. And it holds up. Yep. For the yep. listeners, any new listeners, it's not that I didn't like it originally. I loved the movie. I just 
I take time to rewatch stuff. That way it's uh, fresh no, and not. Way. Yeah, so uh, it's Generally. been two years without it, and and I, I, I it, 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 it holds up. I and I also got to watch the the uh, deleted scenes for the first time, too. Oh, those, those were good. There was one that was incredibly dark, where, like, uh, their way is going out looking for healing in other places, and so he's at, like, a Mexican underground hospital where he finds these people getting ripped off by this doctor and so he kills him and just <laughs> in the hospital after after he rips off this old man so uh-huh. it's incredibly dark <laughs> and then they just leaves and runs away into the mexican streets so <laughs> i need to rewatch that one it's been it, about was, a year. it was good I, I think i watched that a couple months ago i also agreed. realized good. that we talked about it a little bit on our 16 years of X-Men movies podcast, I think. And I said, there are three angels in the X-Men movie universe, mm-hmm. but actually there's four. Really? Because in this movie, Ajax's uh, assistant uh-huh. is angel dust, but he only refers to her as angel, angel. in the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 and archangel in apocalypse. I don't think they ever, call him archangel I think yeah they just call him angel they just call him angel and so there's four <laughs> out of all the 10 or 11 12 movies they put out maybe it's a running joke yeah because <laughs> yeah, you got three i was thinking about that the other day for some reason you got three wolverine three x-men and three prequel and then deadpool yep so and then uh and then we're moving on to a superhero movie too i saw rotten tomatoes released a a you know, I'm obsessed with the Rotten Tomatoes lists. And mm-hmm. so they released the top 60 best superhero movies list. So uh, I wanted to go through it and, like, try to watch, make sure I've seen all of them at least. Maybe right. just watch them this year. I don't know. But uh, the top 15 I wanted to go over here. Not go over. Just list them here. Number 15, Preston's last episode, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> we talked about that. Uh, number 14, I believe the Amazing Spider-Man too. <laughs> no, no, I believe still your favorite of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. good. Number thirteen, Guardians of the Galaxy. Huh. Number twelve, X-Men: Days of Futures Past. Number eleven, the Lego Batman movie. Blah. <laughs> Number That's ten, a piece of shit. It's <laughs> <is> the best. <laughs> Number ten, The Incredibles. Number... That doesn't even count. This is not a They're superheroes. Oh. I di- these are the top I know, 60 I know. superhero just, movies, Matt. Right, right. <laughs> Number nine, Iron Man. Number eight, Marvel's The Avengers. Number seven, Captain America Civil War. Number six, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number Tight. five, The Dark Knight. Number four, Thor Ragnarok. Tight. My favorite. That one's great. Number three, Logan. Number two, Wonder Woman. And number one... Can anybody guess what it is? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. No, that's actually number 16. Oh, hold it, on. Hold on. Is it? Uh, uh, Do you want a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. We're about to talk about it. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Wow. Black Panther wow. has a 97% on the tomato meter right now. Dang. That's fucking wild. I didn't realize right? it stayed that high. Yeah. Because they, they got a lot of flack for, well, from racists, but <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> yeah. did. I mean, yeah. some groups targeted them on Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, it's insane. That's crazy high. 
It's the number there was one. A bunch of crazy DC fanboys. Apparently, they were gonna try yeah, and sabotage. Wonder it Woman too. is number two. It's like I'm sorry, like but, are you? You guys are fucking childs. Huh? Oh, that's I that. remember that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I wonder how much how much those movements have because I was thinking about how crazy it was because I didn't necessarily love this movie that much. I liked this movie. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. I thought it was a great movie, but I just felt. Kind of uh, let down a little bit, and I, I think that's partially to blame with the hype it had, because yeah. there was comments like I, I think I like I shared greatest. it on Twitter. Uh, I think I saw that. Was it um what's her name who's gonna be uh, Brie Larson? Brie Larson. Her her tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Brie Larson was working really hard on like getting tickets to people who couldn't afford it, like. working with other people on Twitter to try to buy other people. But she said, one of the best things you can do for yourself and, or the ones you love is purchase some black Panther ticks. I know it's expensive to go to the theater, but it's worth it for this one. You will exit forever impacted. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I saw that and I was like, okay, she's setting the bar really high there. And it it actually kind of hurt me because I, I mean, it was a great movie. I saw that tweet before I saw the movie and I was like, I don't know about Forever Impacted, but I'm going to go see it. Yeah. I I typically, like, I can read shit like that, like, reviews, and just kind of go in and be like, "Eh, I'll see how I feel. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very good with shutting off everybody else's bullshit. I mean, (laughs) I'll ask you guys what you think, but, too, but uh, the way I felt is it was, so we had Phase 1 with really good movies, Phase 2 with even better movies, arguably, minus uh, Thor, The Dark World, but then Phase Three has been just perfect. perfect. They've True. not released a single bad movie True. yet in here's, this here's phase. The but is... then this movie, to me, it just felt like a Phase Two or Phase One movie. Oh, really? I don't know. I, I was really engaged in this movie, and I'll tell you, like, I I rank, I keep, I keep an ongoing ranking. So I got Doctor Strange is number one. I got Ant Man is number two. I have Civil War really? number three. Mm-hmm. Number four is Black Panther. Wow. I would say it's in my top five Marvel movies as well. Black Panther. And here's the thing, and maybe this is why it spoke to me more than it did you. I love James Bond. And the first hour or so of this movie is James Bond. True, true. It does it feel is a legit, little like, like he goes to South randomly to He's South like, Korea and it's a oh, spy. Yeah. He's like James Bond mixed with like uh Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like he can do whatever he yeah. wants. See, before we did our civil before we got to Civil War, we went over all the thirteen movies that they had at the time. Uh-huh. Or 12 the 12 movies that they had at the time and at the time your favorite was winter soldier right right and so in this kind of feels a lot like winter soldier in the fact that those two are this may be the most seriously toned movie true of all of the ones they've released i'd say the one that comes closest is winter soldier yeah maybe civil war i guess civil war just really has a few different points of Mm -hmm. levity yeah I agree. I think because I walked out of there thinking like I think the reason why I felt that was because the Michael B. Jordan, like Eric Killmonger was so he was real in the fact that he's mm-hmm. just a normal dude. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? He's a normal guy with and also he's just like, super hateful. <laughs> he is super hateful. And he to a point. I mean, it's honestly, like, like he had a slight he had a point in a way. Yeah. Yeah. He was just going about it the complete wrong way right he wasn't he was a tragic villain mm-hmm. and i feel like that's like a lot of the best films that marvel have produced have that yeah 
Like Bucky's a tragic villain. Mm-hmm. He is strings. He got he luckily for him he got redeemed. <laughs> yeah, he got redeemed. But I was going to say Eric. Uh, came on unfortunately yeah, even though I almost had a glimmer of hope I was like oh and then it was like no he's, yeah, he's dying no 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 but he was a great character I, I I mean Michael B. Jordan's a great actor but I I really liked the villain maybe that's the reason why I really liked uh, I just liked T'Challa I like yeah. I love um, Chadwick Boseman's presence on screen yeah he's, he's got this sly like very uh uh, what is the word? Very like every movement movement comes with a purpose. Like yeah, mm-hmm. he's very he's toned down, but he's powerful. Yeah, well, you say toned down, and that's what I I think people are talking about how he's like one of the he he's he's so important because he's a black superhero, which we have had some in the past, and but it still is more important because it's a great movie too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd say also an important thing about him is and it relates to me easily is he's probably the first introverted superhero. He's very quiet person. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool because we have, especially in this universe, we have all these quippy fun characters as the the leads. I think the only other one kind of is Hulk. Yeah. Hulk. I was going to say in this movie, I've, I, besides maybe the incredible Hulk, this is probably the only movie where the lead has the the movie where the lead has the least dialogue <laughs> yeah. throughout because yeah. there's lots of scenes where you're just looking at him he's not he doesn't say a thing mm-hmm. so you felt like this was a phase one or phase two huh yeah i'm gonna say phase two interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I i liked it it was great and i and i it's number one in the by t- tomato meter standards i think it's number 11 by audience score mm-hmm uh, it's 78 there. It's tied with Iron Man 3. And I just, I think that was one problem. It's, it was just overhyped. Yeah, I can see that. I can see how that could ruin someone's perception. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, well, Not perception, your perception is, is flawed yeah, that, at no, all. Never mind. That just... was the wrong word. Somebody, I can see it ruining your experience because <laughs> right, like, right. you've been built up. Yeah. And it's like, oh man. Because like, that sucks when that does happen. Fuck you know? Yes, it does. Yeah, last time that happened was uh, Ladybird. <laughs> yeah, you hated that. You walked away. You're like, fuck that. Well, yeah, I was like, once again, I was like, that was a good movie, but what were people talking about? How it changed their lives? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm like, no offense, but it's been very rare occurrence in my life when a movie changes my life. So, and it's generally when you find it yourself, mm-hmm. or you get some random recommendation for it and you watch it. It's not like, and it just hits. Hey, this uh, is the greatest right. thing A twenty four has put out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although Moonlight is was super awesome for me, but different conversation, I guess. <laughs> we, yeah. we were talking about doing that, weren't we? Well, Ex Machina would have Ooh. to be number one. Yeah. Ex Machina is that was a uh, an unexpected treasure for me. I feel like because I was so like, ah, I don't know what this is about. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I I did love the movie. Uh, the two things I'd say that uh, are best about it is the cinematography looks awesome it looks True. great especially mm-hmm. uh the ancestral plane scene, yeah the first one yeah it was so cool i mean it still has that kind of like the guardians dr strange look that it beautiful does. purple and blue colors in the background uh but just i don't know if the lighting was cool so cool going yeah. on, on like the yes. people and that i like so cool yeah and i liked how t'challa or uh t'chaka, t'chaka. 
was a panther and just mm-hmm. climbed down. And Turned I, I thought it was like, that felt very cool. like uh, just a tree full of panthers. Lion King esque. It really did. His his eh. his dead father is talking to him yeah. next to this African plane well, tree. I feel like you have to separate the Lion King from this because the Lion King literally like looked at all the African like everything that was like part of the African culture and made the best thing out of it. So you're gonna have aspects of the Lion King mm-hmm. and anything that's yeah. centric in right. Africa. Well, I, just, I just thought about the father son aspect in it. Oh, like and I, think the, a king. I think the colors I, I, also died. did it for me. Somebody did a fucking like diagram and it had like oh here T'Challa Simba and like <laughs> the girl's name. What was her? What was his love uh, interest? Like, oh no, uh, yeah, the the girl he likes. Uh, Nakia, Naka, Nakia, it's Nakia, it's Nakia. Nakia. and Nala. Mm-hmm. People were putting like say like oh look it's this and then he goes of away course. and comes back and of like course. so Scar would be Scar would be uh, yeah, Eric Killmonger. Killmonger like <laughs> I don't know I was just like all right we're stretching and you still related yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. of course so that's funny how okay so do you want to just oh, walk but, through the movie yeah or, yeah yeah sure we what were you gonna say oh uh, well I saw it again yesterday oh you did oh, okay yeah I, I wanted to go ahead and you get my notebook out during it I will say. First experience was much better because I went to a cheaper theater yesterday and it was six dollars because it's matinee, ten thirty. Uh, place in Claremore. Oh, B- oh yeah, B and B. That place yeah. isn't bad though. No, yeah, they better it, than it's, the it's one. It's nice, in but yeah, yeah, compared to the Warren, the they have dark True. dark screens, the surround mm-hmm. sounds, five point one. And one thing. Oh, this is this is a small <laughs> nitpick, but the reason I don't like the Claremore theater is they don't turn their lights completely off. Yeah, they keep their lights a little There's dim. These lights on the side and on the sides, and it was shining right in my and eyes like, the whole this time. Is drive I had nuts. my like jacket lifted up <laughs> yeah. to where it was standing in my way, and That's I kept hilarious. having to move it the whole movie. Yeah, if you sit through the stairs, there it's was not a family good. behind me. Ooh, and she would not. It, it, luckily, though, most of the movie was good, but till the last thirty minutes, I guess they were getting antsy because it is a long movie. It's it two fifteen, but her her kids started like talking like they were whispering but i could still hear them because they're right behind me and i swear you this is gonna, gonna sound no no this is gonna sound crazy she was clipping her nails during this movie yeah. i yes. could hear it no and i i, I, I was sh- like is she really doing that right now <laughs> people do weird shit at the theater like as somebody who used to work there there used to be all kinds of weird weird things like that would infuriate me just just the hearing the clicking let alone Maybe the hygiene, I don't know. But people would come and paint their nails and shit. They would uh one person I remember brought five Tupperware containers they snuck in in a backpack and made like a gourmet fucking salad in the middle of the movie. Like awesome. how many couples do you ever catch? A few. Yeah. A few. Plenty. Like <laughs> and it was worse. The worst part was Sundays. Yeah, man. There's not. A, they think that nobody's gonna be there. Exactly. They would come Sundays and they go like around the three o'clock showing and it's dark and they're typically like if there was ever just two people in the theater we had to check it like every 15 minutes <laughs> because things would happen and po- like police were this called. was pulpa yeah this was pulpa and police, police were called oh yeah no you had to like it was a thing like it was if you caught them with their junk out you by law we had to call the police oh, i did not know that that's because it's pu- it's it's uh public indecency public indecency and Holy not only that it's it's a family theater so there's children within like so many yards uh-huh, so right. therefore it becomes like a, a sex offender type deal a sex offender oh yeah. my god that is totally not worth it <laughs> and if they get away with it and like 
there's evidence of them getting away with it, then the cops can come back to the theater, sue the theater, and, like, everybody can get in deep shit. Wow. So, yeah, no, it was not... <laughs> it was not always the funnest thing, because it's, like to walk up sir could you put that away or <laughs> like we got we figured it it wasn't that bad what we would do is we'd walk in with a flashlight and like we'd like click it on yeah like we'd stand on the bottom because they'd always be in the back and they think here's the thing people think the back's the best place it's not the far the far left or right about a row or two down from the back is the best because the booth the booth wall right because you have glass that's mm-hmm. where the projector comes through um you can see everything like that there there is there is ventilation and shit down there that people never even notice that like it comes right down on top of that back row so like you can just walk around the floor you don't even have to look at the glass and like you can look down on the floor and just like there's the people and there they're doing their thing <laughs> awesome yeah. well, <laughs> well i went a second time and wrote down the entire movie so so we start off the movie and we get the history of Wakanda. This is really well done. Yeah, yeah. and I, I didn't realize it until watching it a second time because we're going through it has like the the black bead ash stuff telling the story, which With we the, see like him use later yeah. mm-hmm. to, to look at the trucks going on the road, which I think I've, yeah, they're the communicators too. I think I figured out they're nanobots oh. coming yeah. out of their... A little um, like vibranium, yeah, nanobots or something. And so I, because she she referred to nanites at one point. His sister. That's my assumption. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was cool. No, yeah, I, I loved it's, him it's like different. dropping out of the out of it. Yeah, and just just plummets. He plummets, but like then it becomes a horror movie for a minute. And whenever they like shine that light up yeah. on him when he's in the tree, it's yeah. just like. Yes, and it looks so cool. like it, it literally looked like they put him in a tree and they shined a flashlight on him. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like a crazy cool. It was just oh, like yeah, literally he doesn't a flashlight. do anything either. No, just, it, it shows it for a second, then then goes back to the street, and then all of a sudden we it's see a guy silent. flying yeah. into a car. Yeah, that, that was, was that great. was pretty sick. Because yeah. watching the second time, I'm like, okay, he's the superhero of Africa. Yeah. Yep. This is cool. And but but he, before before that we get we get the history and then yeah. we go to Oakland in nineteen ninety two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we that's right. <clears throat> that's that right. That was that was it was I it was, was like so why are we because I was like I, I get more and more excited with these movies and we're exploring the world we didn't get to see before two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. We did it in uh, was, was there another Guardians? One? Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, but uh so we go to ninety two and I guess uh Captain Marvel's gonna Captain Marvel's gonna be in the nineties, well. and I feel like wasn't there wasn't there one other one that was somewhere? Some of Iron Man was. Yeah, Iron Man. Well, because he was. A, well, it shows. Well, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, yeah, because it's Killian. He's going back to that party, and yeah, uh, Happy has the mullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there were some glimpses in there. Yeah, yeah, but that, that I always like that stuff. It makes mm-hmm. me it, it's cool. But then yeah, getting to go to Oakland, <laughs> like you show this history about Africa, and then plops you in Oakland. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and it was it was just cool to give you that little glimpse, and it almost seems unimportant. Yeah, because for a long time we don't find out anything about that story. Yeah, I mean you gotta whenever something whenever it comes on and the music's slightly ominous, it's like this is something important. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything in this movie is important. Like every little detail like she mentions uh later on sherry will mention like how the how the train tracks like what powers the train mm-hmm. tracks yeah. deactivates yeah, the vibranium right. like that play everything there's that's true this story is really 
all the writing, writing, yeah, all the writing pays off. Yeah, and on that point, uh, the preciseness of it, I think they the director did an excellent job at the same thing with the action sequences because they're so fast paced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's so much intricate detail in them, mm-hmm. especially the car chase. Yeah, that car chase was awesome. Uh, yeah, but so we're going after somebody. There's somebody in a truck that we're going yeah, after. And, and uh, so we have this little bit between him and... Uh, Nakia? No, oh, no, Nakia is oh, the, 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 the lady that is yeah, gone. I, I don't know how to pronounce this one either. We're going to have to try. Was, we got to try. Is the, the easy one. <laughs> right. It's okay. O Y E. Uh, Aki. I don't fucking know. Akoi. 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 I saw this yesterday. Actually. Yeah, right. You <laughs> should know. <laughs> uh, let's just call her Miss O. There we go. Um, so him and Miss O are in the plane. We see Zemo on his TV talking mm-hmm. about his father died. So that was a nice little so now nod. This I didn't picks up that. right. That's sick. This picks up right after Civil War, but mm-hmm. but sh- it's there's got to be somewhat of a gap because Bucky Bucky is already in place. Yeah, Cap is not in Wakanda anymore. anymore. So maybe they dropped Cap off, and this is them coming back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they they have to do the ceremony, <laughs> and so somehow he's, he's got to get. He's to left him. Oh yeah, Cap it must have been almost then, right after because he hasn't even been home to be. Because at the end crowned. of Civil War, we see Cap at the prison again. Yeah. Yeah. Or not Cap Steve at the prison. Again. Nomad. Yeah, we get the African jungle thriller scene and Pretty then cool. uh I loved it whenever that bass kicked in. They started fucking dancing. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, you said thriller scene. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh so we take Nakia to meet the family. Yeah, yeah. And um, Shuri. Me- Sure. Steals the entire movie for me. She's, she's my favorite character, and whenever mm-hmm. she shows up, she's like just busting his balls right she's from the like beginning. She's like the opposite of her brother. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty yeah cool. for sure. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like a real. <laughs> this feels like a real family because yeah. not everybody's cut like perfectly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just don't get to know his mom that well. Yeah. No. Like, and that might make sense. She'd probably be shut off a little bit right now. And withdrawn. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I expected her to die throughout this entire film. Really? I did. Yeah. I just, he lost his father and I was like, okay, like, I knew I'd seen previews and I knew somewhere along the line that I didn't know Eric was going to become in charge, but I knew he was going to attack and have like the Black, Black Panther costume. And with the way that Marvel's been really treating, um, the stakes in some of these films. Yeah. It felt like this would be the case. If they're going to kill a character, this is the one because they can't kill Shuri. Cause in the comics, she becomes the black Panther for right. a while. Um, but I went, I didn't see him killing the guards or his love interest. I was like, it's going to be the mom. Cause the mom just lost her husband anyway. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of, uh, easier. Yeah. It's easier to write go. her off than anyone else. Yeah. Right. So then we meet our villains, and I, I stayed pure of this movie. So I initially thought Claw was gonna be the main villain. I didn't know Killmonger was gonna be here. I hmm. didn't know Claw was even in the movie. Interesting. And I watched the previews. Like I don't remember seeing Claw at all. I think I had just assumed because he was in Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, they're gonna bring I, him back. I saw. 
a little bit and I knew he was a villain, but I also knew that Michael B. Jordan was a villain as well, but I did not realize he was um, like the counterpart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, the nemesis. I thought yeah. they were just kind of teaming up to steal vibranium or something. Yeah. And this is a talking point that I've read about is people are like, why in the world would, why would, why, what's the point of Eric stealing the vibranium? What is the point? Why do the heist with Claw whenever he's just going to later kill Claw and go back to Wakanda where there is plenty of vibranium, right? Okay, you follow? No, no, I don't follow the the point of view, but like it doesn't make sense to me, the question. The question of why, right? Well, in my mind, how it worked was the fact that and people seem to miss this is like the whole reason he stole the vibranium is because he was going to get, it was going to catch the attention Mm. of the CIA and hopefully bring out the black Panther. That was the original, that was the goal. Hmm. It was never, that makes sense. Yeah. It was, it was never, it was never just for money. There was more, there was more to it. He wanted to, he wanted to play the game. Uh-huh. Yeah, he wanted to see how much they were watching. Right. I guess he assumed if I steal enough vibranium, they're gonna come for me. Yeah, but I never mm-hmm. saw him as he didn't. He 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 probably planned on killing Claw eventually because yeah. he still has a a vendetta at, towards him. But I I think his main vendetta is towards Wakanda and the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. So and killing Claw was kind of it was a twist to me. Yeah, because it really? came out well, it came well, out of nowhere. Because well, Claw, he he wanted him to take him to Wakanda still, and Claw told him no, Claw, so that then he turned against him. Yeah, well, Claw was the whole reason his dad died too. His dad was working yeah. with Claw. Yeah, yeah, that's how Claw. I, just I think figured that's he would. I figured strange. he would kill him, but I think it became like an opportunistic. He's like, yo, I can. He's like, if he's not gonna take me to Wakanda, well, I can just take him. I'll take Cause him because he, he yeah. knows they hate Claw. Yeah, he has to know that at least. So he's like, well, perfect opportunity. I'm going to kill him and turn him in. Mm-hmm. That's it. I either bring him in or alive or dead. Right. But, so that was one of the main t- – that's one of the only complaints that I've seen that has been constant reviews because I've read a few, mm-hmm. which is why. What was the point of this? Yeah. And I feel like I feel like Eric is a sociopath. Yeah. And so he's got an idea. He's like, if I do this, then it's going to cause this, and it's going to play out like this. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say he's too calculated of a person to not just do random. He does yeah. not do random things. Yeah, because yeah. like I said, all, pretty much everyone in this movie is ca- is very mm-hmm. focused and calculated and story wise. Uh, and then Claw comes in with these other this other guy, and they're just shoot up the place. I kinda... loved I loved when he was like, "I'm gonna let you live." I'm yeah. Like you go, ha- you have a good day, or whatever he says. The takes <laughs> off, they just pop. Don't like, tell anybody. Yeah, you just don't tell anybody. <laughs> Why not just kill him here? Gotta spread out the crap. That scene, scene was cool. Yeah, that it was like a we're cool amateurs. Scene. That scene was cool because I love like because you think someone like Eric Hamonga would be so like I have to do this that he would be like I have to kill all these people, but he doesn't touch anybody, yeah. right? And he lets Claw do everything. I, yeah. like, I kind of think it seems like he's kind of like letting Claw seem like the they he think he's the big guy. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, which, yeah, he's just fronting him. Which Andy Serkis in this movie is having a blast. Yeah, I could watch him play tell. Claw forever. Like, yeah. uh-huh. so I I enjoyed his performance as Claw more than I did Caesar. 
<laughs> I'm not saying it's a better performance. I'm just saying that I enjoy it more because like he gets to let loose and you can tell mm. he's like having it's a, it's he's a lot having a really good time chewing the fuck out of the scenery. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, and we, I like his new hand. Yeah. I'm the sci-fi guy, so yeah. I have to. It, it's, it's so cool. It looks so weird. It's so ridiculous. It does well because and I we because we've seen Bucky's arm and it's like super futuristic. I mean, I guess you know Hydra has more money. I, I it was practical too, so I thought it was cool. Right. But uh, his hand matches his personality. It's like super ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super over the just top. Just blast. You can just blast anything. So they steal it. They steal the. Uh... Oh, and we see Killmonger find his comic book mask. Yeah, there. that was the nice little. Nod. I liked that. Yeah. I liked that a lot because it felt cool. real. Like it was like mm-hmm. I'm, he's like he's like I'm gonna take this though. <laughs> yeah, I mean like that seemed like something that would. I don't know. I it didn't feel because we we get those a little bit like the jokes in some of these other movies. Mm-hmm. Like, like a- ever since like the early Marvel movies, like the X Men yeah, movie, spandex, the yellow spandex true. joke. But uh, it was cool to see him find his actual mask naturally. It was yeah, nice. yeah, it was nice. Yeah, well written. Uh, then we have the river ceremony. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we have man, I can't Mbaku, Mbaku, mm-hmm. Mbaku. <laughs> Look at that! I can say that one. Mbaku come out of nowhere <laughs> chanting. Yeah, he's a villain in the comics. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's man ape. Oh really? Yeah, and they have a. He's one of like the art like he's kind of a. He's not a Joker. He's more like a penguin or a Riddler. Yeah, here he's uh, the African Bane. Yeah, that's yeah. All, that's all but, I could. Think I mean, that's he... kind of what he's in the comics too. Like, yeah, well, he, yeah, because he's like he's the big guy. He picks him up and cracks his back, and then. Uh, keeps hitting his he hits his mask twice and he says no no powers no claws through this mask yeah and yeah yeah like, this seems familiar maybe, maybe it was like an on purpose nod but I liked the uh, I liked the the scene the, the I liked seeing the culture I feel like yeah they, it was really well done I feel like they really showed off the culture and like I'm sure there's probably somebody maybe maybe in Africa that's hearing a bunch of this shit and like you don't know anything about our fucking culture well <laughs> I don't know anything about your culture but they presented a very pretty palette and yeah. of an idea of your culture and I yeah. like that like what would it look like to be you know mm-hmm. hundred years ahead <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, and I did like this scene the showing the culture scene was really cool um the boats and stuff but before this when we first come in one of the reasons why i was let like just not the movie was overhyped uh nah. when they're flying in and he says this part never, never gets, gets old. old and they fly through and you see the cgi city landscape or the skyline uh i was just like oh that's another one of these things. I feel like I've just seen it too many times in these movies now. And so it wasn't as epic as I felt like it was supposed to be. Here's a, I like feel I like, like I just saw this in Thor Ragnarok. I was going to say, I drew a weird parallel because when he's actually in the city and you're walking through, mm-hmm. the city does feel a little bit like the Feels city like the in trash Thor Ragnarok. Planet. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks, I mean, obviously it looks obviously more terrestrial and African, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, liked I, it. I like the city. The city looks great. But really just does. flying over the skyline, I was just like, I'm, I'm bored of this now. <laughs> uh, which is scary because we still got two more this year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But hopefully those will be a bit different. I feel like uh, Ant-Man is going to be really different. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. 
I'm excited. For I that. saw that trailer, and I don't, my girlfriend wasn't like she's like, I don't really think I like that one, <laughs> but she liked like Guardians as her favorite. That's what I thought I didn't about. Even know Ant-Man there was too. a trailer. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna watch it. Ant Man and Wasp. Yep. Oh yeah, you had your head done or whatever. It wasn't. Closed. It wasn't. It didn't play during Black Panther. Oh really? Because it was really funny. Matt and I went to see it Wednesday night together, <laughs> and I right before I leaned over and I said the trailers are gonna be Venom. Uh, no, I, I said Infinity War, Solo, and Venom. And you I was like, two. well, maybe not Venom. But I was like, but then it, it starts up, it plays Infinity War. Yeah. Then it played uh, Solo. Then it, I do, I don't watch the trailers. I do, I had my headphones in and I had my eyes closed. But every once in a while, when the green comes up, I look up and catch the first. And it did do, it did like a... Was it was like a lab or something, and then you see Tom Hardy. Then it says Sony, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, I got it!" I, I, like I was way yeah, too yeah, excited. Yeah. If you remember, Dang, but then it did it. play a fourth a trailer. Yeah, what which was your normally trailer? our theater only plays three. It played a movie that I had to pull my headphone out to because I had to oh, listen to shit, it. Oh shit! That's right. It was right. a movie was... called The Hurricane. Hurricane Heist. Heist because they had to put global epidemic fucking. <laughs> Just terror in with a bank heist to keep it interesting. I highly recommend going out and checking out this trailer. Oh, no. Just go watch the trailer. I do not. By the end, we were both like, was that a joke? Yeah. (laughs) I can't can't do movies. Like, like, what's that recent one? Sharknado? uh, Geostorm. Geostorm. I was like... I don't even care how much money or I have who's the same in it. I there where I pulled my headphones out. And I'm like, is this for real? I can't <laughs> watch stuff like that. I just can't. This is like Sharknado. Yeah. This is like it's the like people who made Sharknado very C-list. aware. And like, even the font is just like hurricane <laughs> yeah. heist. And like, you got the guy who says like, let's get ready to rumble saying it. It's... <laughs> WWE. Yeah, it, was, it looked yeah. terrible. And the, the stars. Uh, Dang, Tob- my previews were not at uh, all like this. Toby yeah. Kebble, who played a uh, Koba. And Dawn yeah. of Planet of the Apes. And I'm like, what are you doing in this movie? Hmm. So he whoops M'Baku. Yeah. Gets him down. For a second, I was like, don't fall off. Don't says, fall off. Says, <laughs> don't let me kill you. Don't make me kill you. Yeah, your people need you. So, and of course, like, like, there's another foreshadowing moment, like mm-hmm. a life for a life later on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then we have him gaining the power back and going to the ancestral plane. Yeah. And watching this the second time, my only thought was... Is the ancestral plane real or is it a hallucination? I think it's real. I think it's like the plane that Doctor Strange visits. That kind I'm sure of if mystical. anybody could get there, it would be Doctor yeah. I, I feel like I feel like that's what it is. And mm-hmm. I um and I feel like it's the first this time is called he's the astral plane. The, you think right? the, yeah, the astral plane. Right. Huh. Yeah. But, but you, know, he, you know he's been to a lot of different uh places. He yeah. has that scene where he's flying through all the all the different the, ones. The different yeah, yeah. Multiverse. And uh I was just thinking I guess it's possible the flower just puts his mind at a state where he can go into the astral plane. And I don't feel like he ever went there before because he right. was Black Panther the first well, time. Well, yeah, he was super excited about it too when he's like my father was there. I saw my father. Yeah, and it does. I think it obviously has to do something with them being buried mm-hmm. because both him and Killmonger go there, as well as he does it again when he's in the snow. Right. Yeah, which is a powerful scene. Yeah. So then we're off to South Korea, right? Then he's like, "I'm king," and this is like everybody's like, "No, we shouldn't go out. We should just handle things here." And yeah. We have the guy from Get Out ta- talking about Claw, like bring you, tell me you'll bring him back, and I'll, you know, you've got my blessing, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'll bring him back dead or alive or whatever, and 
Uh, Ooh, don't make promises. Don't make promises you can't keep. Uh, And then, but everybody else is like, no, don't go, don't go. We don't need to go. We just need to stay here. And he's like, we're going to South Korea. And like, it just kind of gets up and walks away from everybody. He's like, that's, yeah, that's it. He was like, I'm I'm doing it regardless. And that was pretty, I don't know. Like that was, it was interesting to see how that, uh, how that, government system kind of worked yeah but and then right before we go to korea we uh His, have the james bond yeah uh he picked, tech cue it's scene. like q and james yeah. bond yeah yeah he picks out the suit oh man Damn, and he, he, he kicks it's it like and she's small... like what are you doing <laughs> yeah. he kicks the crap out of it yeah i think it was a slight bit of it was like a really i think it was a well-placed bit of humor where he like does the kick and then he kicks it again just launches him backwards or whatever now it's you complained good. about the uh you complained about lego batman because you felt like Sensory it fell load. into uh fell into dating itself mm-hmm. with meme culture mm-hmm. and then right in this scene we have his <laughs> sister yelling what are those yeah referencing to his sandals yeah which is based off the famous vine what are those uh, does this really? bother you? Yeah, I, evidently you yeah. have, you've never seen them. And he I've says, never he says I guess they're like old school royal sandals or something. He, he said he said he wanted to go old school. He wanted to go old school mm-hmm. on his first day. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. It didn't yeah, it didn't yeah, distract she, from my. There viewer. was a vine where so so you're not aware of the meme, but you remember the part. I remember the part of the about. film that he's right, talking okay. about, but I've never See, seen the that's meme. What I'm, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Famous, there was a Vine trend where people would look at, f- face their phone at somebody's shoes and go, what are those? And it became I, trending. I so don't think that that was a reference. Yeah. Here. Well, I didn't get it and it did not detract from my say, viewership. I, I still thought it was funny. It, it, was, yeah. it was strange to me because it's like a two-year-old trend. Yeah. And they've been working on this movie for a long time. Well, that's true. That's true. But I think I think it it wouldn't necessarily show that it dated itself, at least that reference, because I feel like kind of obscure reference mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And she's still always ragging on him. So it's just another thing that she's writing on him about. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and it does pick up immediately. She's like, "Why are your toes out in my in my lab?" Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it, it could be overlooked, like, especially in twenty years. It it's still a great movie, and people don't know the reference. They're like, "Oh, she's complaining about his toes." <laughs> right. That's how I took it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I was like, "Well, she's kind of a germaphobe, maybe." I can't and... believe I'm I'm more relevant at something than you. <laughs> oh, it's hard. That's easy. Oh, oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but I didn't know who Beyonce was until five years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, you don't. don't. Just sorry, sorry, listeners. We have lots of Beyonce nerds here. That's why I have to apologize. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can get down to some single ladies. A lot of the listeners <laughs> Love are that Beyonce song. fans. <laughs> then we go to oh, Korea. Yeah, Korea. Korea. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's uh, gorgeous and like. Yep. Miss O is complaining about her wig. Yeah, she's like, why do I have to wear this thing? <laughs> yeah. Now, she's been, uh, it's funny, because she's in Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and she wears uh, this massive dreadlock oh, yeah. wig. Yeah. So I kind of felt like that, maybe a nod to her her other job. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What she got kind of famous for. Yeah. But I liked that. I liked their, I liked the dynamic of the three here. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Miss O, at the very beginning, telling him, like, you better not freeze. Yeah. 
and then he freezes. <laughs> Which is funny because it's kind of a comical scene. And he's mm-hmm. like, "What are you talking about? I never freeze." Yeah. Uh, and it's in all the trailers, but it's not played as comical because mm-hmm. they cut out the "What are you talking about?" Yeah. She just says, "Don't freeze," and he says, "I never freeze." Yeah. So, so it's, like it's like super, super serious. Like there's no humor in the any of the trailers. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think that was a smart move, though. Yeah. But even though there's like to keep the humor out of the trailers, like, this is not as quippy as the other movies. There's still, I think that's maybe that's humor. why they did it because like we don't have to, have to compete with the humor because like Thor Ragnarok is legitimately a funny movie. Yeah, it's a comedy. <laughs> it, it kind is. of is, and it's so so it'd be really hard to compete with that. Uh, yeah, but speaking of the lighting, I thought this was one of the coolest scenes where we're outside mm-hmm. and it has the neon light. We go inside, we have the black light, and then we go into the doors and you see the casino. Oh, this like super red and gold. Yeah, it is awesome. That it, that reminds me of James Bond as well. Yeah, no, the oh, whole this whole sure. scene was like you could have ripped it out of Skyfall. Definitely, definitely. So good. Right. Um, and we get there. Hey, he's been playing poker since the first movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's where, we <laughs> met, where we learned his name. Um. And we meet, we see, uh, we see Everett, um, Ross, Ross. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we have a complication. Yeah. And he walks over and he just casually tells him like, we're going to take claw in da da da. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like he doesn't even, she's like, no, you're not. I'm leaving with the vibranium or whatever. Yeah. I think that was it. Right. Vibranium. Well, he tells it, he tells him he's going to leave with the vibranium and he's going to leave with claw. He's gonna, yeah. They're going to take Right, claw. right, right. And he's like, no, you're not. Like I'm taking claw. Like <laughs> yeah. he's just casually like he's just like stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, to think about that though, that that's pretty nuts to tell like someone from the U.S. government. No, you're not gonna do that. And we also get one of the one, like a little uh, a little line here about my biggest problem with Civil War. My biggest question. I was like, great. Like people are filming him as Black Panther, and he takes takes the oh, mask off. Oh yeah. Like. What? Like, how's that gonna play out? Yeah, he says we're even. Yeah, and yeah, because he gave him Zemo, and they they and like, I'm hid not all the footage. I don't tell people a prince from a third world country is running around in a in Panther, a cat suit. Yeah, cat suit. Yeah, and uh, so I liked that because that was my one. That was that was a big plot hole that I was like, how are you gonna handle this? Yeah, uh, they're out of the whole movie. Their relationship is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Just because they're so different people. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, I don't know. He, his name's Everett. My name's Ross, Everett. <laughs> Ross doesn't quite know how to take T'Challa sometimes. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, are you fucking with me? Are you serious? <laughs> and I feel like T'Challa doesn't talk enough to to even know yeah. what he's thinking. So yeah. he's like and this is one double r- awful. For like, even Ross. though I, I, Ross is probably my favorite character in the movie. Him and Shuri are both my favorite characters. But even though I can rel- even though that I relate to T'Challa to, to so much on that level because I can see that. Yeah. And because I'm so quiet and introverted in real life, people wouldn't know that if they only listen to the podcast. But uh, often people think that I hate them or yeah. I don't like them I get because that. I'm short in texts and, uh, yeah, and totally in life I'm that. just quiet. And you so, totally get the text thing, don't you? I've heard, yeah, I get the text so thing that too. I'm I've so heard that from way. Matt, like Matt at no, one I point mean, was asking Kindle, is Everett mad at me right now? Yeah. And I mean, it, I get I that so many times. I, I'm and, on both ends because like I see when you message that that is short, but when I text people, I'm the same way because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm giving you the amount of information that is sufficient and then I'm done. Yeah. So I think Even that's why I, seem like that, that's so. probably why I like Ross so much is because he does take that from T'Challa yeah. and he still ends up being nice to him throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And, uh, he, he's the, he's the extrovert 
to his introvert, which yeah. is what people like me need. They end up, you know, that I think about it, they like continually throughout the movie like help each other mm-hmm. when they, they probably do. shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and in this little Korea exchange shortly after the, well, shortly after their exchange, rather, mm-hmm. uh, Claw shows up with his new mixtape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they shoved so much of the soundtrack into this film. Like, yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to tell, actually, for me. Yeah, Sometimes. because the when score they, does have a hip-hop feel. Yeah. Some of it does. Like when they walk into the um, Korean, like, casino type thing, I, like, leaned over and I was like, it's the weekend. Because, like, he's playing, but in the casino. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not, like, the soundtrack to the movie. Like, he's literally, he's right. the speakers of the casino, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, like, no, the, uh, the composer is Ludwig... Goranson, Swedish name hard to pronounce, uh, and he 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 did all the Childish Gambino albums. Oh, okay, uh, I think he met Donald on Community because he did the score for Community. Hmm. Um, but so I think that's why they chose him is because Probably. he's done like three hip hop albums with him and one R and B album. Yeah, so it the score sense. was fantastic. They fit really the well. Score like yeah. How they blended everything. The one that fits. The one that I. I, It's hard for me to remember anything right now besides Killmonger's theme. Yeah, it that one sticks out. The just the hi hat Mm -hmm. and the. uh, the, That one sticks out for sure. So Claw shows up and things go incredibly bad. He's rolling like four car, four cars deep. Yeah, it's like you. (laughs) You are so fucking indiscreet. Let me tell you, or so discreet. Let me tell you. He made me so uncomfortable right here with the arm with the shoulder rub. He's he's rubbing yeah, Everett's shoulder, his, yeah, and he just keeps going and f- until he's finally like, okay. That's enough. Yeah, ew, ew, maybe he's just so, I feel like ugh. I feel like he did that. Like it was a power move. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And oh, it, it made me I so like And then he does the same thing by pulling the the vibranium out of his zipper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Thought about buying a, a fancy briefcase, but I wanted to What's save myself point? some money. Yeah, that was pretty. I mean, I feel like. Maybe on set, Andy Circus is like, let's see how long I can rub his shoulder to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and He's pulls out like a solid piece of metal from the zipper. <laughs> yeah. That is so great. Uh, yeah, but so Miss O gives herself away. Yep. And so then we have the casino fight, which oh, was man. so well so, shot. Some of the camera shots. With yeah. the, the camera spinning around from different they do locations. Like, it starts upstairs with her fight, yeah. uh, which was one of the cool. It like zips upstairs. One of the coolest parts of the score, too. Uh, it has this like uh, kind of tribal shout yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like the, the, the Prometheus oh, uh, yeah, yeah. thing, but short. Yeah. Uh, the trailer whatever that noise was yeah. alarm sound <laughs> it was like that yeah. but fast and it has like this fast drum p- beat and then she knocks a guy down and we, so we go downstairs and it keeps spinning around to all of our different characters oh, man, fighting yeah. it was so that's cool that's the yeah. scene with the camera movements work yeah it makes it all look like it's one long take with exactly. a little bit of cgi kind of like what was done in atomic blonde and yeah birdman yeah 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 so super cool uh then claw and T'Challa finally have their face-to-face. It's like, you look just like him. Yeah. And then he makes it rain. Yeah, he's like, oh, look, I made it rain. And he starts <laughs> laughing. I just feel like maybe that wasn't even a real line. I feel like Andy Serkis probably just it. fucking said it. Yeah. yeah. That like laugh if, actually made me think of 
Caesar. Like it felt like an ape laugh. It did it? <laughs> yeah, when he's he's like, <laughs> yeah, he does like the the wheezing. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, a mix of Caesar and a little bit of Gollum in there. A little bit. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Why well, you you're. Have you guys seen the meme? I'm sure you have the meme that like the only white people in this movie are the Tolkien white guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I that's that. pretty good. I thought that's that was pretty funny. good. Okay, so, so we have a car chase. Yeah, a car chase. Car Which chase is, is pretty cool, and we see the super suit. Cool. We see the suit in full. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of heartbreaking for me because this car chase is so good. Because previously, my favorite car chase of. Oh man, now I got. I haven't thought about Baby Driver since then. Ooh, my favorite car chase. On before was the Nick Fury car chase from Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, yeah. And this I think it's might awesome. compete for that. Yeah, I think, if I think it could. Might top it. it. Yeah. It so competes. I'm kind of heartbroken that I lost that. But it does have the 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 slow mo scene. And, when you know, when Miss O gets out and fucking on the roof and throws her spear. That was so that was cool. awesome. Oh, I was just like yes. There's, like, there's a couple points where ground. I just my jaw dropped. I'm like. Oh no! It was I. I sat up in my seat. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but I couldn't help myself. I was like, "Are you kidding me? That yeah. just happened." Yeah. That was so cool. That was awesome. Oh, it was that and the scene where uh, he does the Batman. You know the uh, old '60s oh, yeah, grappling yeah, yeah. hook with the Batmobile, and it spin around. Mm-hmm. He does that with his claws with on the ground. Claws, yeah, that was. It's like driving the motorcycle. <laughs> oh god, that's what I thought of. Uh, like you went to Batman, I thought of Wolverine <laughs> in the motorcycle. I, I thought it was a. We after she throws the spear, but their car gets totaled, and it's just Nakia like sliding down the, oh, the yeah. road. I was like, "That's <laughs> pretty cool." That was everybody cracked up in our theater for that scene. Yeah. Uh, but then also the, the coolest shot in the scene is the practical car crash of his yeah. of Claw's yeah. vehicle hitting the block and then flipping. Yeah. Oh man, it was so cool to see. It, what did we think about finish what you were gonna say? I was just gonna say I think the reason why this this car scene is so awesome is because I feel like all of the car physics made so much sense. Yeah, they and had a lot of impact, I mean, which yeah. is nice. Anyway, I love. Okay, here I loved Shuri and how she is like, yes, I get to do something, <laughs> and she's like, which she's asking like all these questions. He's like, just drive. Just it's a, it's oh, a real yeah. brother. What was that? It's so <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah, totally over the guy. older brother. Thing. It's a, just like a brother sister thing. And I loved that. But what do we think of the new suit? Like, what do we think of the, cause it's, it's awesome. It looks so cool. I mean, I it's think. essentially the Iron Man suit, the most recent Iron Man suit. Cause he has just the, he has just the hand in his suitcase. Oh, well, and he puts I'm, the hand on and then the, from the hand, it yeah. covers yeah, no, the no, body. No. Not that I meant like just the look of it. Was it too CGI for you? Did it? There was only one time I noticed it. Noticed the CGI. Uh, watching it the second time, and that's when he destroys the plane and it fall- crashes uh, yeah. at the last battle. And then he comes up off it, and then he he makes his mask go away. And then that's when I noticed. Oh, that's a CGI suit. Okay. Because there's no other way. I think happen. the in but this scene you kind of don't necessarily think of the suit as being too CGI because it's so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that was just me. I mean, just as the movie went on too, with like the different, you know, the two Black Panthers fighting one another, I was just curious if it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess somebody it said that it looked like rubber, like it was like Spider-Man original 2002 level rubber, and I did not get that at all. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, I didn't. I feel like it was really well done. No, yeah, because even it was the car chase scene because he's he's on top of the car moving around. Uh, I was thinking, wow, he looks really good because he looks way better than uh, Hella. 
in Thor Ragnarok when yeah, she's doing the spins from looked, the top down. She looked rubber sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. this looked. I, I didn't. It's I almost, didn't notice him. His movements like never looked wrong to me. Yeah. The the one point that I'm talking about, I could just tell it was. Oh, he's wearing even a in that green, part where he suit. jumps off the car that just crashes and like wall runs on that skyscraper. Mm-hmm. You know would that think cool. that would be the scene where you're like, oh god, here we go. But it looks good. Oh, yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah, it looks good. It's cool when he ripped that wheel off the car. Yeah, just yeah. Like his hand in it. So he I'd confronts. Be my fingers would crack. <laughs> it's it's vibranium. <laughs> Strong suit. Strong suit. So he confronts Claw, and everybody's filming, and he doesn't kill him because yeah. the world is watching. Right. But what is he worried about there? Because they're from a country that doesn't involve themselves with the rest of the world. Who cares what they see or not? If this guy's a criminal, hmm. what does he care? I guess I thought I thought about that too. And honestly, I am just guessing. Maybe he figured that his country would be more in a limelight eventually. Yeah. So that if he killed them and then came out in the limelight, they're like, yeah, aren't you the people that... Just slaughter He's for that sure dude. already thinking about how things are going to be different without his dad because his dad does tell him, you're yeah. a good man, and it's hard for a good man to be a king. Yeah. So he's already, this whole plane ride over, he was thinking, man, what am I going to do? Right. Wakanda's yeah. got to be, got to change in some way. I can see that. That's just my theory. but Especially if you're coming from an introvert, most of your dialogue is in your head. Yeah. And there's a lot of it up there. Mm-hmm. Although... He could have just knocked the guy out. He could. <laughs> and then he could have just taken him from there. Yeah. <laughs> or taken him back so, to Wakanda. So they take him into... The interrogation room. Interrogation room. And this, is a, this is his high... This is the Andy point Sirk where you're like, Andy Sickers like, is a true treasure to mankind. What, what was he singing? He, what, he started off singing like... Don't hurt me. Yeah, 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 yeah that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. I felt like he was just improving that. Like I don't yeah. feel like anybody was like, "I need you to sing this song." Yeah, I wonder. I'm wondering if Ryan Coogler was like, "Okay, we're just gonna let him sit in there for like five minutes, and then you'll go in." Well, you know, the <laughs> yeah. last one, the Thor Ragnarok, and I, they might have been shooting these simultaneously, but Thor Ragnarok, uh, Taika came in and he's like, "Can we improv on this?" And at first they were like wary. We're like, "That's yeah. not really the thing we do on these movies." But the majority of that movie is improv yeah mm-hmm. like they didn't I have a full script so well. and know, right? uh, so th- i think marvel's gonna kind of go that way with a lot of these now i'm after that being I so think, successful I, which i think, I think the, in, with the right director's hands that's good mm-hmm. but there are right. some people that like like the whole reason that so like you've heard the drama with solo right <laughs> right with the two directors two from directors. 21 Jump Street and the reason they were pulled off is because there was too much improv around mm-hmm. the outline of the story and they needed something more focused and that's why they got yeah because they were given the green light to do some improv but they overdid it right dang see I feel like so far Mar- Marvel has I feel like they think that they can take more ris- risks which they can mm-hmm but uh, and people are still gonna go see them exactly, movies. and they <laughs> pay it off with Thor and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they just do it with people that have good track records. Maybe I don't know, because Taika's like oh, comedy. Like he, that's yeah, only yeah. that's all he does. So right. And this guy done Creed in one other film, Fruitvale Station. Yeah, that's both it. of Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And and those are both like both got nominated. 
mm-hmm. for something. I, yeah, I remember Creed being all right. I was not. I'm not a Rocky fan, so yeah. I, again, I can't speak for the other. Right. Yeah. So then we Everett finds out. He starts questioning, right? Yeah, he starts questioning things. Yeah. yeah. So he goes out, but he doesn't really have time to question even longer cause because then, uh, Killmonger, Killmonger shows up. Shows up. <laughs> and blows up. He's got the mask on. Yeah. And this is when we're like, okay. His suit is invincible. Makes him invincible because he uh-huh. jumps on a grenade. Yeah. And yeah. takes all the damage. Well, I mean, the vibranium. Like, and it absorbs. Vi- his thing absorbs. And then yeah, he so chases he's, after. Or, well, I guess he. He sort of He tries to after. go after. Ever, he gets shot with. Ever the, gets shot. And then he chases after him and with he finds like out. With like a grenade I think launcher it was, um, or something like that. Was it. this? It looked like the same type of thing that uh, Claw shoots out of his. Yeah, arm. it was. That's what it was. It was like it was like a pulse of something. Okay, and then he sees the ring, or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was really taken off guard because, like, how do you have these weapons? These kind of yeah. Weapons? How do you like beat someone in vibranium? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, and then he's pissed. He's uh, pissed about it because he sees the ring, right? And so he's confused. He's, yeah, because he ends up uh, going to Zuri about it. But before that, uh, Shuri gets another broken white guy to fix <laughs> right That's what she says right. um then so i didn't catch that at first oh really you didn't catch I, it was like a... i i got what she said and, uh, and i heard it i was like oh like another one like oh. what do you mean <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> took me a second yeah I, I, I was so excited with that i was like yay a reference are we gonna because i was expecting us to see him the whole i completely movie, see i completely movie. forgot bucky was there uh, what as soon as the movie started i forgot uh, I, okay. I thought I was, maybe he would have come out of the like maybe they would have unleashed him or brought him out for the last battle mm-hmm. because like that one tribe says they're not going to come and I was like well maybe oh, Mar- yeah. maybe Marvel's going to play with their expectations that and they're really sick. not going to come and instead that we're going to fucking release Bucky <laughs> <laughs> he would have freaking that would have been nuts he would have just murdered everybody <laughs> from know. a distance he's just be like one two three yeah. like T'Challa pulls out his little red book and yeah starts reading poetry yeah uh and Wakabi's mad at T'Challa. He's like, you're the same old king we've always had. Yeah. Um, and that's when T'Challa has his... His, uh... He has to think about things a little bit. So he goes to Zuri first and asks him... Yeah. Why, what do you know why about is, this? Yeah, why is there another ring out there? And so yeah, then they connect back, right? Yeah, yeah he, and you find tell, out that yeah, he he's Uncle James. As another freaking layer, man. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. That was a cool Which little there was, twist. We, we, yeah, we already, f- we could have already known earlier because mm-hmm. uh, when he reveals himself at the apartment, uh, he says, you lied to me, James? After t- saying who he really is, he later at the uh, the river um, battle thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he said he introduces himself to, or he presents himself with the same name, Zuri, son of whoever. So, after that opening scene where he says that, you could, if you were paying attention to what he, what he said, you would know that it was him. Oh, at the river ceremony. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I caught it the second time, and I'm like, oh, so. I would have already known he was. They kind of put it right in front of your face, but you just yeah, you just didn't think. You don't know what you're thinking. There's so many. There's so many names. There's a lot of names. So much information coming your way, which that was the problem. That was the one thing I was worried about with the intro. Was like, oh man, are we gonna have like ten minutes, like 2001: A Space Odyssey here of the history of Wakanda? (laughs) No, it's really well done. But so 
he finds that out he's got a question more then killmonger shoots his girlfriend yeah right shoots, yeah that was what, like shoots claw I, the, the fr- moment he did that it's just like you know this guy doesn't give a shit about no. anybody but himself yeah. yeah i went i went to that movie with my girlfriend and she was like <laughs> she was like totally dumbfounded she's like oh my god i was like well he's a sociopath he's goal oriented <laughs> yes yeah. only i was like and i turned to her i was like he only cares about one thing <laughs> And it's not his girlfriend yeah, or one exactly. of his girlfriend's gone. Exactly. Now, did you guys expect that... Did you guys expect that he... Back in 1992, did you expect that the brother was going to be murdered? No. You didn't expect to, yeah. No, because, I mean, he says you're going to go to the council, tell them what you've done. So yeah. I just assumed he had. I just didn't think about it. I was it. thinking maybe he was like... So if that was the case, like I was like, okay, like maybe he's kept away on the island somewhere, and like, mm, yeah, that would make more maybe, sense. Maybe maybe Killmonger is coming because it was obvious who Killmonger was. Like to me, like I already knew. I was like, this is obviously this this little kid that we see that watched the ship take off. Like this is Eric. Okay, yeah, I didn't figure out until the second story when yeah. he's like, uh, when he says something about it because I I just assumed he hadn't been there long enough mm-hmm. to have a kid. Yeah, no. Cindy had only been there for a few months. I expect I expected that, and uh, I I had expected that, and so I my in my mind it was Killmonger's coming back to free his father. Mm, okay, was the deal? Yeah, I guess looking with hindsight, it would have we would have probably had to have more story before he gets there mm-hmm. about his father being imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, he's coming back because he found his daddy with panther claws in his chest. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, how did you know those were panther claws? That's what I was thinking too. But then whenever we get the, whenever we get the, the scene later, where he's on the ancestral, ancestral plane, plane yeah. he's looking at his dad's book about mm-hmm. all the history and stuff. And yeah. And it was, I was watching it the second, I, me and you, when we were watching it, our projector went out for a second. Yeah, that it scene. did. I, I noticed that I was like, uh, it went black and I was like, okay, what's this? And then it was still black, and I'm like, "This is going seem on." Right. Yeah. And luckily, it was what only was for there? like ten or fifteen seconds. It just he goes up to the closet or the the wall. He opens up a, a secret compartment, uh-huh. and I think we saw that part. Right? We saw that, and, and then, then he, he pulls, just pulls the out the book out, out. And when he pulls the book out, it went black. Okay, yeah. He's just looking at. He opens it up. Uh, there's a page of like what. I think there's a map of Wakanda Mm -hmm. and there's like some different, he flips through, there's some like Wakandan uh, writing and then he flips it again and there's English. So I'm guessing it's the translation of that. And there's also the, the necklace in there with the ring on it. I have my girlfriend's debit card Uh. (laughs) and she has no money. So sorry, I have to go. Um, can you, Tell us now, because we're almost done. Can you tell us your favorite scene? Oh man, um, I I really like the end, even though it's really short. Or not the end, the last scene bef- before Eric dies. Because mm. that's kind of it's a really cool. The fight scene conclusion or, or the no, like when he's like dying, watching this when he's sunset. like dying and then okay. wa- and he shows him he like just picks him up, yeah, and like shows him like another this nice is... little callback to when his dad says Wakanda has the most beautiful sunsets. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think because that had like a really nice sense of closure, mm-hmm. 
maybe that's maybe and that's another that whole scene T'Challa says one line yeah like maybe we could still save you mm-hmm. that's all he said but yeah he's, he there. says nothing almost yeah. throughout the whole scene no I think he does the same thing when he's talking to Zemo he says one line yeah and he's gonna like Eric instead of instead of being like okay no he twists that knife and he's like yeah no you're not saving me mm-hmm. freaking nuts yeah well, uh, I guess we'll finish out here. <laughs> Good to have you, Preston. Yeah, thank you to be back, back, man. Come back another time. Definitely. Def- Killmonker shows up with Claw's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wakabi's like, who are you? Yeah. So that's when we we learn a little more because, well, he says, well, who are you in Wakandan? Mm-hmm. We don't know right then, but then later we find out he actually knows Wakandan. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, he's a smart lad to be able to, and maybe his dad had like taught him a little, taught bit. him a little bit enough to communicate. Yeah, enough to maybe to read and then figure all that out on his mm-hmm. own. Uh, and then we get uh, Everett waking up in the lab. Yeah, and he's like, "How long? How long have I been gone?" Like, because <laughs> he's not got any injuries, and she's like, "A day, like Korea was yesterday." And he's like, "No way!" Like, yeah. yeah. So they have a little moment with uh, talking about the trains and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the foreshadowing world. again. Yeah, yeah. So we get the uh, we get Everett, and we start seeing the place, the world through Everett's eyes, which yeah, is the audience's eyes. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I liked how the lab still had a lot of touches of the culture, and it wasn't just like sterile white, mm-hmm. which is a common theme for science fiction. Like this film is a sci, like it's a it's a comic book movie. This is a sci fi movie. Oh yeah, I don't think they've released one that isn't yet. Which is why I love this universe so much. Yeah. But this one felt more so sci-fi than almost any of them except for Guardians. Like, mm-hmm. like I understand that like Iron Man is sci-fi, but I feel like it's trying to be grounded sci-fi where it's almost like a mechanic kind of builds a costume. Right. These people have been advanced for way longer than the rest of the world. Exactly. And it felt just so much heavier. It's like being dropped into the future. Yeah. Yeah, we dropped into the future. And speaking of that, did you catch the Back to the Future reference? Mm, I guess not, because I didn't write it down. There was a Back to the Future reference whenever he's putting on the sh- the, uh, the suit and the shoes. Can he can make his shoes appear? Yeah, and he's like, she's like, it's kind of like that movie that Dad used to used to watch. That old movie Dad used to watch with the. Uh, the self-tying self-lacing sneakers or something oh okay i didn't hear i i've seen it twice and i i could not figure what movie she was talking about i was like maybe that's another james bond movie where he's i i mean i took it as back to the future too with the self-lacing sneakers because like he puts them on and they do their thing and Mm -hmm. yeah that that might be it because i don't i don't think this i I couldn't think of a movie where shoes appeared out of nowhere yeah no no (laughs) it's like that's odd I guess after this, we get Killmonger coming in. Killmonger, yeah. And he tells him who he is and he demands. But nobody's asking. And T'Challa walks up to him. He's kind of like, just keep it down. I know who you are. Like, he's trying to be very, like, uh, he's kind of running defense here, like crowd control in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to make a scene of this and nobody needs to know because we are going to, we are going to hurt my father's image. Mm-hmm. And that's just not okay around here. And T'Challa, instead of being like like most people, you walk into their house and you say something or start acting like I own the place and like I'm going to be king. Like most people would probably just throw you out on your ass and be like or murder you there, hmm. you know, but T'Challa 
he looks at what his father did and he knows this problem is his father's like his father created this Mm -hmm. person and um somebody finally like after him shouting ask who i am ask who i am it's like really just why don't you fucking say who you are yeah you know he he waited till that person asked him who he was and but i think he did it because he wanted somebody to speak wakandan to him oh because when they say who are you they say in wakandan and then he replies in wakandan Mm -hmm. he says i am prince ninjubu i don't know i probably fucked that up but ninjabu uh, I don't. I a prince of Njabu. Oh, okay. or son of Njabu. Njabu, because yeah. Njabu was his his, his father. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. So, and while this is happening, we're also learning that he's he's been in black ops, mm-hmm. and he's killed thousands, uh, hundreds of people. I mean, this guy is not. He's a lot more than what we... We see him in the gallery for the first time, and we just kind of think, oh, like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't seem so much of a threat. Right. So, uh, and, of course, we figure out who he is, and T'Challa accepts the combat request. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to, but he does. Mm-hmm. And everybody's there, and it's a very subdued, somber, very, somber fight. Yeah, like, the, the sun is setting. Yeah. This felt like Out of the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. This one did. Yeah, especially because, I mean, it seems like they're even matched at first. Like, he gets the cut on the face, but mm-hmm. then, like, T'Challa takes three. Yeah. And then it just goes down from there until finally uh, Uncle James yeah, takes saves, the knife. Saves T'Challa for a second and then dies. And I I felt like T'Challa just underestimated him and was kind of like mentally eric wanted it more than he did mm-hmm. because t'challa was kind of at a he was at a like a very he was at a crossroads like he's like you know this guy's not he didn't do anything wrong it's not his fault and i feel like t'challa had a hard time fighting him because of that it could be wrong but that's that's the that's the that is what i got from the the performance of uh chadwick like mm. Just yeah. observing his face and his, he just seemed very conflicted. And then he gets thrown off the edge, and it's a very kind of like whoa moment, mm-hmm. and not what I expected. Yeah. And he takes over and he becomes the Black Panther, and the whole place like he becomes he starts like choking random old ladies like I'm gonna burn this fucking place down and yeah, you're gonna burn these flowers and literally burning the place. There's. He's bringing hyenas in to live with them. Nah. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Wrong movie. I did like the shot of him standing around the, I guess, kind of like their sacred garden as the fire burned. Yeah. That looked, that was a really, really good shot. But luckily, there was a hidden entrance in there. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of his scars? They were there. <laughs> they were there. I know. They were kind of, they kind of creeped me out. Like, yeah. They looked yeah, very weird. Sure. Um, well, especially because they are murders. Yeah, and he's got so many of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that, that's probably intentional to incite fear into the panther when he meets him and tells him. Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't tell him though. He told uh he just told Claw about him. Yeah, yeah, and Claw's like Claw makes fun of him for it. So he goes overboard. Eric takes over, and it kind of becomes like that moment in Lion King. <laughs> Where everything gets really dark, and he wants to put the he wants to give the people his people, 
African-Americans power back. And But yet he's, he's going about it in a way that's going to create mass genocide and more or less be a dictatorship. Like we're talking about a neo-Nazi Hitler here. I mean, that's essentially the New World Order, no matter what who creates it is, you first tear people down and mm-hmm. then build up build up the new one right but yeah so there's the secret entrance they grab a they grab a flower and they head out and they go to mbaku and can you imagine that guy with power panther powers like you just better fucking i was confused why he didn't like i guess he's because he knew better he didn't he he knew better he was in my mind he was like no like this guy's alive and like it's not right for me this is their problem we have chose chosen to remove ourselves from that entire equation um i lost like it's a respect thing because he lost the battle mm-hmm. and so it would be knowing that the real like t'challa is alive it would be kind of it would be uh dishonorable right yeah he does seem to have some kind of like hold on tradition because he mm-hmm. brings up that with his he says his sister is uh sh- shaming the country or something like that Mm. by advancing it so much or something yeah yeah and i thought it was uh i loved whenever there was just that whole scene where the where the three of them confront mbaku is really heavy right Mm -hmm. and it's it's a dark scene you're just like man like this is what it's coming to and uh ross goes to speak and he's like Yeah. And he's like, I'll feed you to my children. <laughs> and, and he's like, just kidding. We're vegetarians. And he just starts laughing. Yeah. Maniacally on his chair. Yeah. He had, cool, he had a cool place, though. He did have a cool place. That whole, yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's such a beautiful film. And a lot of the the world felt lived in and real and that it was alive, mm-hmm. which is something that can't be said for a lot of big studio movies. They're... Yeah. So I, I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, but T'Challa's alive, and they've got him on ice, literally. Mm-hmm. They, you know. It's the only thing that's keeping him alive. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, our last ancestral plane scene where he goes back to his father, and he questions him. It's why. really powerful. Like I feel like Chadwick comes alive here. Yeah. Well, once again, the introversion thing, uh, often we we're so passive and contain all of our emotions Mm -hmm. and then it just comes out at one moment after after holding it in and so he shouts at all of the ancestors saying you were wrong you are wrong to do this for all these years keeping your advancements from the world Mm -hmm. it's very uh very much the big commentary scene of the movie Mm -hmm. Um, and not the biggest but yeah but I liked, I liked, I don't know, I liked that he was, he was yelling, he was mad, he was upset, and mm-hmm. we just got, we got another dimension to his character there. Yeah. Um, but he comes back, and as, here's the thing, like, Miss O was, she's a loyal, she's loyal to the throne. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's, uh, these characters feel real, they're not like, oh, like, that's not our king, and he's not our main character. We gotta go. There was a divide in the good guys, mm-hmm. like civil war. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, it was a weird scene because you know some of those guys had, were dying. Yeah, I mean, there's spears and swords going left and right. Yeah, uh, so that's got to be kind of weird to build your. I mean, I get it's not the citizens; mm-hmm. it's his army and his 
uh, guards. Yeah. And uh, so there's he's shipping. He sh- I don't. I just don't get how. I don't know. Like wh- uh, what's his name? The the guy from Get Out. What is his name? Ja- Wakabi. Wakabi. I just didn't like his character at all. Like I, I really hated his character. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, what is wrong with you? Like you've been here for so long, and like you want change, but you can You gotta. You got to see that this is bad. I mean, how can you guys not see that this is bad? This is real bad. And I mean, even Miss O, like I understand she's just doing because she's loyal to the throne, but fuck, she's bad. Um, and Black Panther finally comes back, takes out one of the ammunition running vehicles, arms runner, that's what it was, uh, takes one of them out. And we're on for our final act here, our yeah. final battle and the most shocking thing was Mrs. O confronting Wakabi and like, I will kill you. Mm-hmm. And I loved how, I loved how whenever he's like, whenever Eric rejects tradition, uh, Mrs. O is like, okay, like you're not going to follow the rules. Like I'm going to murder you. Yeah. And that fight scene where it was her and a couple of her, her sergeants or whatever, like that was a badass fight scene. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I loved how empowering the women are in this movie. They are so much more powerful than the men in many regards. I feel like Mrs. O could hand any guy in this film their ass if it wasn't for the Black Panther power. Mm-hmm. I guess we didn't. We we had that one cool slow-mo light scene in uh, Thor Ragnarok with the Valkyries. And mm-hmm. these, are, these are our Valkyries here. They are. They are. But we get to see them in action. Yeah. Um, and eventually their fight takes him down into the tunnels. Right. Yeah. We have that. That was so cool. And then it may remind me of Spider-Man and Sandman falling down. Yeah. Uh, right. Especially just punching each it. other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, it was, but it was way cooler shot and much I, farther, further fall. Yeah. I like seeing how their, their armor wasn't quite was having issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like like it wasn't just as simple as like oh this goes on so therefore your armor retracts it was like the armor was trying but mm-hmm. it was like it was like oh there'd be holes here and you never quite knew what it was going to look like yeah and we saw that at one oh it was when he's coming after claw after his car crashes and he's shooting him with his arm mm-hmm. uh his his suit kind of does that too in one spot of his chest which, yeah, so i was thinking too again it's probably nanobots mm-hmm is what his suit is made of. It's they they are the vibranium bots, but they come out and they hold in place. Right. Uh, and speaking of speaking of the final battle, really quick before we actually get down there, Shuri comes out, and mm-hmm. she looked badass. Like I liked her little uh, like her jaw. jaw thing, yeah. Um, she was wearing that at the ceremony too. Was she wearing the jaw thing at the ceremony? Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it there. Yeah. But I liked her whole attire and her Black Panther gauntlets that yeah. like were firing at Eric and I mean she was she's doing all she could. She's doing all she could. It was oh, pretty yeah. it was pretty cool. She was awesome. Yeah. And she actually leads to the last fight because he's going to save her. Yeah, he's he's about to kill her. And I liked their fight down on the train tracks. Like I mean it was it was well choreographed and I did not see the I didn't see the final stab blow like come out of anywhere like i I didn't see it coming Mm -hmm. it's just it was surprising uh it was a hell of a move yeah nah nah 
I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, but it was, it was, it was good. And uh, I mean, he makes a so he sta- he gets stabbed, and Killmonger instead of doing, uh, instead of doing the predictable thing and accepting T'Challa's offer to live on, to be fixed, uh, to be healed he decides he's going to turn the knife and just die mm-hmm. because he'd rather be like his ancestors that jumped overboard. Now, did we get any bit in the film about those ancestors or was that the only line? That was the only line. There wasn't anything in the beginning about the history. Okay. That's what I thought. But that, that line, that one line there kind of felt a little, there was another line, uh, when we see, uh, the the second flashback scene um he is njabu is talking about how his people are being imprisoned uh-huh. so that kind of relates there but uh yeah yeah no, it that was the only reference to slavery and all that slavery okay and i mean like it's a powerful line i just i felt like we needed maybe a little bit more or maybe like Maybe more from his character that his character was really into that because his character honestly seems more selfish and concerned about while he's concerned about arming his people, he seems very self-centered and self-serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that would not be the best to his character in that sense. Yeah. Cause then he would be caring about his people more than himself. And I think the, they also probably want to avoid it a bit because it is a theme in the movie, but you do have to ask where was Wakanda mm-hmm. there. Like you would think they'd at least do something, but, you would think. but maybe that's just that just plays into the theme more mm-hmm. of his people always ignored that. He, uh, we get to go back to Oakland to the building. Yeah, takes and this was cool. I liked this. Yeah, he's he's starting a revolution, and we see more of that at the end where he shows that they show up at the U at the UN. And I was like, we, we've talked about how things are going to be rebooted eventually and they're going to have to change things because the world, this universe is going to significantly change soon. It is. Now, before, here, really quick, the kid, they see the ship and mm-hmm. the kid walks up to him and says, who are you? And then it cuts. Mm-hmm. I was expecting almost like an Iron Man thing. Remember the end of the original or, yeah. Iron Man? Like, and so you, he would say that, I am Iron Man. Well, that kid. yeah. <laughs> he would say, I am Black Panther. I don't know what he would say. Like, you know what I mean? I wonder how he, he wouldn't res- say anything. He's that guy. He doesn't talk. Yeah. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's reserved. It's like me. I, he's like, I just, I just, I, I just ride in the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the UN and we get our most heavy, Heavy-handed bit of commentary here about the wall, building bridges instead of building barriers. Mm-hmm. But I love, I do love how it, they're not necessarily accepted because, like that one senator or uh, or uh, UN leader is just like, what exactly does Wakanda have to offer? Yeah, I thought that was a joke. Well, it felt it was, like a joke because they're like grinning at each other. No, no, grins. it was it was a joke. But I mean, I feel like that's how they would really be perceived because it's kind of like. What does a third world country have to offer us? Right. What is it? Yeah. No, it was definitely a joke, but I also mm. liked that it was, it felt like a, a reaction that you would get. Yeah. 
And we get our last little snippet. Mm, White Wolf. White Wolf. Mm -hmm. And we see Bucky. And I I feel like there might be something between him and uh, Shuri. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be weird. He's like a hundred years old. Well, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I thought Ross was really going to die. Man. I like that would have broken my heart. Well, because like he's kind of he was another one, kind of like the mom that's like, well, he was in the Civil War and now he's here, and we don't know what we're gonna really do with him. Like, why not have him? Die? I did think when the ship was sh- shooting at him. That's yeah. I thought, yeah, maybe because I mean, I was prepared was a, for. She it. Was, she's she, he was like fifty percent. I'm like, oh, okay, you got to get after this ship, and then there's still the tow lines mm-hmm. and all that, and I'm like, man, you're 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 gonna die. There's there's no there's no being safe here. Yeah, I I, I was I was prepared for him to die, <laughs> and I guess that's it. Next up is uh, Infinity War Ooh, in so May, right? Excited. Yep, May the first week. Yeah, just as they've done with all every year for the past like oh, five crazy. years now. It's crazy that that'll be number twenty, right? Or will no, that be nineteen? Ant Man and Wasp will be. Yep. 19 and it'll be 20. That's insane. And they're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, my favorite scene is the scene between Ross and Shuri when he wakes up. When he wakes up, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. They're my two favorite characters and they just have their, it's a, the his little introduction to the world. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine myself if if my name was you know Everett or something like that and being put into this world uh-huh. and introduced, I I don't know. That's the coolest <laughs> thought to me. I liked the uh, I liked the Q scene. Mm-hmm. Same. I, I mean, like being a huge too. Bond film, I was just like, and just learning about Shuri and that was the like, best part of the Bond movies. It only yeah, it almost was actually as a, as a sci-fi fan. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I liked seeing her character too. Like any any scene with her, and it was a treat. She was just so, she had such a charm. Yes. So, well, I think that's it. That is it. So, listeners, go subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, and go to Patreon.com/slash/GeekCinema, and uh, hit us up there. Give us some of that cash, please. <laughs> All right, and then join us next week for, I guess, the Cloverfield Paradox. All right, we'll see ya. This has been a Second Mob podcast. For more audio content or information on this podcast, please visit secondmob.com. Bada bing, bada boom.